Welcome back to Seeking Hope in Christ Ministries. I'm Pastor Jamie. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week uh, as we deliver a message um, for encouragement as well as teaching. Um, at this ministry, we hope to um, um, disciple to those that uh, don't know Christ and bring those that do know Christ closer to Christ. If you believe that uh, Christ died on the cross for our sins, uh, died and was buried and rose again in three days, um, and you believe that in your heart of hearts, um, and you uh, repent of your sins, which is metanoia, which really means just turning away from your old self and um, receiving your new self through the Holy Spirit and through um, the Holy Baptism. Um, if you believe these things, you are saved till the day of redemption, um, the moment that uh, Christ returns to this earth and uh, takes us home. Um, I hope you enjoy this message and uh, continue to tune in each and every week. Thank you and God bless you. Psalms 42 and 43. As the deer pants for the streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the Mighty One, with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep call to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day the Lord directs his love, at night his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I say to God my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him my Savior, and my God. Vindicate me, my God, and plead my cause against the unfaithful nation. Rescue me from those who are deceitful and wicked. You are God, my stronghold. Why have you rejected me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? Send me your light and your faithful care. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God, my joy and my delight. I will praise you with a lyre, O God, my God. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior, my God. The opening lines of uh, Psalm 42 is... Uh, the beginnings of a hymn, an old hymn, as the deer pants for the water. And it begins as, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. 
and we're seeing a deep desperation in this uh, hymn and as we do as well in the in the psalms as the deer pants for the streams of water so my soul pants for you O god my soul thirsts for god for the living god when can i go and meet with god we've all been thirsty we've all been have gone for a long run or or been in the the heat of of summer and and we we've just been parched to the point where you know you just can't get enough water we've all been desperate in our lives at some point um even jesus himself was thirsty and that's kind of odd living water being thirsty but jesus he was thirsty and he said i thirst when he was on the cross and what he was meaning is he thirsted for us on the cross he experienced the thirst of all mankind the unique thirst of every human heart who longs to be satisfied and fully known and in that thirst he wants to give us living water the living water of his divine mercy and love have you ever been that thirsty have you been so desperate to have god and to know him and to be with him that you just thirst that's what these psalms that i read to you earlier are all about it's a deep longing for god it has come about because the writer of the psalm found himself far away from god not like social distancing we are undergoing today but he feels himself to be in isolation unable to come near to meet with god experiencing these things today you know we have a spiritual warfare going on that we we're getting further and further away from god and it's it's difficult we we thirst we long to get closer to god we don't we have so many things going on right now it is we're just in great desperation and um, i know that this new year that god just thirsts for us to get closer to him to get uh, to get him get the holy spirit within us and he thirsts for us to plant the seeds to others so that they long for him as well that they just can't do anything without him he longs to, he longs for us to need him to um, to have a relationship with him you know and a lot of churches aren't even meeting these days and those people would love to be at church love to be with god at church we have a privilege because we we can attend church weekly um but there's a lot of churches across the United States and, and in other countries that are just having this longing this thirst to get back to it to get back with God. And we see how hard it is for the Psalms psalmist in verses 3 and 4. My tears have been my food day and night while men say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul how I used to go with the multitude leading the procession to the house of God with the shouts of joy and thanksgiving among festive throng and as a bit of a different uh um 
version than I read earlier, but this version seems to bring it to life. Again, my tears have been my food day and night. Is that not like us right now? Like 2020 has been for us? This is a new year, and we're going to see here in just a little bit that no matter what is going on, keep that thirst. Keep striving to get closer to God. Because we see here that he is in midst of spiritual warfare like we are today. We've, we've, we've caused great divisiveness within the church, um, especially with the mask issues and and uh, and things of that nature, whether we should have, you know, Sunday schools or whether we, we shouldn't go to church at all or whether, you know, everybody should wear a mask and if not everybody can wear a mask, whether we should be open or not. And um, that is that is spiritual warfare. That is that is Satan doing his best work to divide a church. But as the psalmist did, he remembered these things. I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go with the multitudes, how I used to go to church, how we used to be united, how we used to be together, how we loved each other no matter what leading the procession to the house of God, how we just worshiped together in the house of God, how we prayed with shouts of joy and thanksgiving among the festive throng. His tears have been his food day and night. They trickled down his cheek and into his mouth. He was sad, he was disappointed, distressed, made worse by people saying to him, where is your God? And that's what people are saying that are outside the church looking in going, look how divided they are. They can't even agree on a simple thing as a mask. And they're saying, where is your God? And we see it on social media. People asking, where is God in all of this that is going on? If God is so good, then why did he let this happen in the first place? If God is so great, why doesn't he stop it, cure everybody right away? Where? is your God. As if his tears and his tormentors aren't bad enough, his distress is deepened. He remembers how things used to be. You know, kind of like us. How we used to see the church and how things were so different not more than a year ago. At the top of the psalm, we're told it was written by the son of Korah. They were worship leaders in the temple. And he remembers the better times going in and worshiping with others in the church and leading God's people with shouts of joy and thanksgiving. He remembers and it causes him great pain because it's not there now. We've been cut off from God. We're isolated. Doesn't this sound familiar? It is us today. In verse 5, it's repeated, which, which um, it is. Why? Are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. It's repeated. Um, it was it was in Psalm 42, and it's again at the end of Psalm 43. And what we see here is is 
is the psalmist just trying to encourage himself because nobody else is doing it for him, you know. He his distress is from man and 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 the world around him just just like we are right now. He recognizes that he is downcast and he's disturbed. Is it okay to not be okay? But then he reminds himself of where he can turn. He connects himself to the one who brings hope, even in the midst of our difficulties. And I, I spoke about that in my series uh, uh, through Christmas and uh, about the hope and where we can find joy and peace and hope and love in the midst of our difficulties. And he's telling us right then, put your hope in God. He is putting his hope in God. He will praise him even in the midst of difficulties. He will put his hope in God. As he says, I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Times are difficult right now, but hope looks to the future and it waits for our Savior God. You see, he puts hope in God. He still finds himself downcast in verse 6. He's still far away from God. And you see, in here he mentions the land of Jordan, the heights of Hermon, Mount Mizar, the place where the river Jordan begins. And it's with the image of waterfalls, waves breaking. He feels very overwhelmed as those waves sweep over him. And yet he hears the call of God in that water. The deep calls to deep in the roar of the waterfalls. And even though he is physically distant, he knows that God is with him. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me. A prayer to God of my life. So even if you find yourself by yourself, isolated, especially in self-isolation these days, the Lord will still be with you day by day and by night. He will be directing His love and singing over you as you sing to Him. No matter where you find yourself, God hears your prayer. And in verse 9, that God doesn't just hear your prayers, He also hears your challenges to him and your complaint to him. Your lament is part of that prayer, that language of prayer. And that's what we find in verses 9 and 10. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? See, the men of verse 3 have become the foes in verse 10. Yet, the question still remains, where is your God? Does he not care? Has he abandoned you? Absolutely not. See, the psalmist talks to himself here. And as he resolves to put his hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And now we've come to the end of Psalm 42. 
and as you can see Psalm 43 continues it and completes it. The writer pleads for vindication in God's sight. And in the face of an ungodly nation and deceitfulness and wicked men that even today our nation is not a godly nation. It was founded on godly principles but we've gotten far away from it. The apostasy is here. The psalmist longs for rescue like we do today. This is a new year. Things are going to be okay. Yes, we're still going to experience rejection, just as he did in this psalm. So he asked God to intervene, to launch a rescue mission. Send forth your light and your truth. Let them guide me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God, my joy and delight. I will praise you with the harp, O God, my God. See, he recognizes that God must act, that only God can bring him back and satisfy his thirst. Just as Jesus said on the cross, I thirst, only his Father can quench his thirst. And as the psalmist asks for the light of God to light his path, and God's truth surrounded by enemy lies, he wants to be brought back in order to praise God in his dwelling. And as we read these psalms and heard these psalms today, we've heard the voice of the sons of Korah, and perhaps we've heard our own voice echoing the longing for God. But there's another voice we can hear as we listen into these psalms. We can be brought near to God because God is our Savior and our God. And Jesus took these words upon his lips and experienced deep longing in order to be our Savior. In the Garden of Gethsemane, as the shadow of the cross loomed large before him, he says to those disciples, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He would be let down by the closest friends, betrayed and abandoned. Just like us today, we, we feel it. You know, more abandoned, you know, by her government. And those closest beside us, those Christians that uh, we love and we love to worship with, have kind of turned against us a little through this pandemic, using, you know, the mask issue and the, and the vaccine issue against against us and that is spiritual warfare Satan has utter control over that and if we allow him he will reign in our lives we've got to get back to God we must thirst for God and as we saw the psalmist being let down by his closest friends and betrayed and abandoned his enemies would taunt him as he hung on that cross, he trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. Where is your God? He was forgotten and rejected, truly isolated and left alone. That is Jesus on the cross. And yet, Jesus fully trusted the Father's plan. He endured that cross because he knew that vindication would come. He endured the cross because he knew that God would be glorified. He endured that cross in order to be our Savior 
and our God. Are you thirsty today? The Lord Jesus has stood in our place. He has opened the way home and comes to bring us to himself. He thirsts for us. The light of the world. The way, the truth, and the life. Do you thirst today? And just know that Jesus is with you today and every day as you put your hope in him. This new year, continue to thirst for God. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior, my God. Let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for hope, peace, joy, and love. Thank you for Jesus, who died on that cross over 2,000 years ago, so that we may have hope and a Savior. Lord, we are downcast today. We are disturbed by what we see and what we're going through. Yet we will praise you. We will do what Christians are supposed to do, and that is in everything that we do, we glorify you. We are broken and in dismay, but thank you, Lord. And we will glorify you even in the midst of our troubles. You give us hope, and that's all we need. We are not enduring anything worse than Jesus did on that cross. Thank you, Lord, for sending us a Savior. Thank you for this new year. Thank you for new days. Thank you for giving us opportunities to rest upon what we've already done and what we've gone through so that tomorrow brings new. And in this new year, I pray that we thirst for you more than we ever have. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Again, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to Seeking Hope in Christ Ministries podcast, where each and every week we do deliver a message and uh, throughout the week deliver um, encouraging word. Um, again, we thank you for joining us today. Um, we will be back uh, again in a few days with an encouraging word and uh, a message again next Sunday. Uh, we wish you a happy new year and hope that your Christmas was blessed. Um, if you need it, uh, prayer or any kind of uh, um, encouragement, definitely leave a message on the uh, website and uh, I'll be happy to uh, pray for you and um, email you or um, deliver an encouraging word to you. And again, you can find this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast, and other podcast platforms. We thank you again for tuning in and God bless you.